Hello, this is May. And this is Faye. And this is It's, it's okay. okay, That's K-Drama. We're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're actually together for once. Um, Goodness, know. it's been two years. It's been two years. Pandemic didn't help, but hey. Yeah, we tried to record remotely, but it's not the same. So when we did get to see each other, the first thing we said was... We need to record. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're in touch all the time discussing all the K-dramas. I mean, there's no one. Everyone needs that certain someone that they can discuss K-dramas with without any fear of being judged for saying this accent or this look <laughs> or this tone of the music reminded me of this in this other drama. And May just gets it. You know? I really do. And yeah. it's kind of, you know, Faye is my K, my K soulmate. Yes. I think everyone should have a K soulmate. Right back at you. So there's no, yeah, so let's get down to it. So what are we discussing today? Um, so today we're going to do a hospital playlist review. Um, now we're actually going to do hospital playlist as a single show because I don't really buy into the whole it's two seasons. It was two seasons because the actors needed to rest, but I actually see it as one real story. Yeah, it was pretty tight together. So, oh, okay, before we start. Exactly. Spoiler alert. We are going to assume you've watched hospital playlist series one and two. Um, while we're discussing it, we may discuss, um, other dramas by the writer and producer team. So we'll assume you have some sort of familiarity with the Reply series, with Prison Playbook. And I think Take it, it from there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, before we start, um, I don't know if we, ha- we haven't done this in a while, but I wonder whether you'd be ready to give it a mark. Ten. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Staying power and... Yeah, yeah. It's way up there. I mean, yeah. Hospital Playlist is one of the best dramas I've ever seen in terms of production value, in terms of story, in terms of arc, in terms acting. of acting, in terms of everything. It was it was wonderful. I found myself looking forward to it in a way when sometimes you can watch a K-drama and you sort of hope the storyline goes a certain way. Week by week, you're like, I wonder if it will happen this week. I wonder if this week they'll, you know, with Hospital Playlist, there was, n- okay, we'll get to it in a minute, but I think there was almost no such thing as ever being disappointed. Whatever area the story chose to work on whichever arc whichever angle it chose to take it was always done with such finesse and such style it was incredible yeah. i would say even when i wasn't necessarily on board with the storyline that i didn't like i felt like it could have gone in a different direction i then always ended up saying actually this was this was the better way to do it yeah. but i guess and i was wrong <laughs> okay um so yeah i think it would be a 10 for me too i mean for me it's it's definitely up there with like i think it's one of my favorite ones it's yeah. uh, and it's funny because hospital dramas is not my go-to or mine right i think i think i've watched one maybe so i've watched a few more than that but you know i definitely prefer a you know my my go-to fantasy my go-to would be more of a fantasy more some some other tropes and the hospital playlist is quite straight in that there's no tropes. <laughs> no tropes. <laughs> well, there are some. We'll get to them. But it's more like slice of life, group of friendships. And that's all. Sorry, because slice of life, either it works out really well or is a complete disaster. Because the thing is, the pace is very slow. And I, I actually, one of my family members recently got into K-dramas. And she was asking me to give her a few, a few recommendations. And I really recommended Hospital Playlist. And then she said, okay, what's it about? And I said, oh, it's about friends in a hospital. And she said, I need a little bit more. What's the plot? And I and I was just thinking about it. There's no plot. It's like literally like these five people's lives. Right. There is no childhood trauma. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> there is no ghost. There is no... There's no politics. It's, there's no like um, childhood friendship that was some... Yeah. There's yeah. none of that. It's just 
we are people and we are living and, and we're friends. Yeah. They were friends. Let's talk about friends. Let's talk about the friends. So there's five characters. Uh, there is Ikju, there is Jongwon, there is Chunwan, there is Sokyong, and then there is the lady friend who's Songwa. I wonder what she felt like having four best friends that were all male. Yeah, it's it's actually very strange, and I mean, obviously there's 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 a whole romantic undertone, and I really appreciated that we didn't get much of that romantic undertone with her for much of the series because it would have kind of ruined the whole thing i did appreciate it in season one how we have the um so she has a lot of chemistry with two of her you know male uh, friends and why didn't you tell me (laughs) you want to know about my view on the chemistry (laughs) yes because i think you know songwa has um she sort of develops a relationship with ik june who is one of her good friends but in the first series, it doesn't look like it's going that way at all. It makes no sense to me. I mean, I, I still I still don't see them as a romantic couple. I still... Actually, if I have one point of criticism towards this drama, is that I really just wasn't on board with the romance, and I was very thankful that it was only touched on in the second half, and, you know, not as heavily. Because the truth is, she has the best chemistry with Juwan, the, yeah. the cardiologist. He's... You know, it's not just because they're both into their foods and, you know, oh, they're and they really were. <laughs> and they really are. But they, I don't know, especially at the beginning, I, I really see them as, you know, polar opposites. It's very fiery, even though he seems like all series is very fiery. Whereas, like, she's much calmer. They're both very intense, but in a very different way. And I think that they just have a lot of strength to play off each other. Whereas Ikjun, it's funny. Because Ik, like, Ikjun is actually one of the most beloved characters, especially on online forums. But I think that he's the least lifelike, or rather, he's a bit too much of a sketch, right? Yeah, he's a kind of a cartoon character. Exactly. In that he's this goofy uncle, you know, he, he's a father of a gorgeous young son. But the way he relates to him is more like an older brother. There's not that much parenting going exactly. on. You know, it's adorable. The way he answered the phone every time was really funny. But he, in a way, that was his strength in that he played as like the comedy sidekick and that as a serious romantic lead didn't really it, it didn't really work. do it for me either yeah it's funny because he does it does work when he does his serious doctoring moments right with when he has serious moments with his patients like i think there was this one patient who had a liver transplant and then starts drinking again and he basically tells him i'm not going to treat you anymore and he's very serious and very final about it he can be serious doctor but in his relationships even when he's helping out his friends find romance, he always acts out the goofy and cartoony side a bit too much. He was like that a lot. He was very involved in his friends' romantic oh, lives. It was such, so cute. Such a busybody. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was charming. Only because it was done in such a, a funny way. So I loved it, but I would have liked it if some of the couples had actually found their way together without too much of his <laughs> it almost feels like if it hadn't been for him it would have never happened and I don't like that you know what I mean <laughs> I, I would have preferred some of the couples to definitely like be a little bit more uh, you know in charge of their own destiny yeah like yeah that. I hear you so that's Songwa and Ikjun now the next very interesting one is Junwan because Junwan is probably one of my favourite ones he's not my favourite he, he sort of splits his first position with Jongwon in a way but I have just a lot of time for him. I think, I mean, as a person, I identify with him because I'm a little bit colder on the inside, but, but maybe a bit no. warmer on the outside. <laughs> so I saw him in Prison Playbook, which I saw previously. So I was totally on board with his character. But 
I preferred him. I preferred the character he played in Prison Playbook. Um, I found him... I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I didn't find him drawn enough. I did not relate to him as well as you did, I don't think. Although I did enjoy him as a character, especially within the group of the friendships. Yeah. Um, He's he quite w- polarising in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I think... I actually liked him in Prison Playbook, but I felt like he was less drawn out in prison playbook as he was in hospital playlist and i really i don't know i i empathize with him a lot especially i don't know i feel like especially in the second part or second season if you want to call it that um where he has like this string of dying kids yeah. <laughs> and, and sorry really, i don't mean to laugh for the way you say it. it but it's true and you're like seriously this guy can't catch a break and forget that his stupid girlfriend broke up with him yeah i was never a big fan of the romance there but <laughs> it's it, it just you really emote with him you really feel like wow this poor dude something you saw with all of them is that they were so goofy and you know with their social lives and childish and, sometimes and childish. but when it came to their patients they were on you know they were totally organized and very grown up in their ways of relate they were pro- pure doctors yeah you know, as doctors. then There was no jokes made up about their mm-hmm. patient care at all. Yeah, and I like how they develop, like, really personal relationships. Even Junwan, who's supposed to be the colder and the machine, who, you know, actually really feels for his patients. Like, right, and he has his sidekick, um, Jihak. 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 Uh, charming. You know what? This writer, writer-producer duo, Junwan Oh and, and Iwo Jong, who obviously of, of Reply and Prison play- Playbook fame, have a knack for creating these larger than life you know sidekicks that just provide a lot of uh, it's like loony in prison playbook for me. um mm. or you know the the that silly friend expressed at length in another in another <laughs> we can't just mention loony like that you know <laughs> or some of the like the two the two friends in reply 94 and the two friends in reply 97 like as an for me, Jahak really brought on a very, very special part, even though he wasn't one of the main characters. It's interesting because you have five main characters and you're like, you don't need more. And the, and, um, the writers and producers are like, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> we will give you another extremely well-drawn, um, motivated character who you... Who has work. his own story. Yes. Whom you really emote with. Who is not there just to push along other people's stories. He's there in his own right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Jihak is there to be as a foil to Junwan. And, you know, um, at the end, he calls him... They, it ca- he said, sort of catches up with him. Yeah, and they sort of become a really good unit together. And that's wonderful. But Jihak is a person with his own, you know, with his whole storyline, with his wife. And it was just... Um, it's incredible the way you know some dramas can barely put two well-drawn characters together and here you have several <laughs> so that brings me to the next one which is Sokyeong so Sokyeong really grows on you yeah so he's the gynecologist yes so he is not as um, physically let's say typically attractive. attractive he's not the Korean standard music. no he's not and he's like a little bit heavy and you know, and he's just there in the background until you realise that he is the best of them all. He's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny because he's also, he's quite expressionless, right? Yeah. He? He's, he's, he has a little bit of a monoface. And you think it's like, oh, maybe he's not a good actor, but it's not true. It's kind of like, he really did well, the onion, you know, he's mm. the onion of the show. You literally like peel off layers over 24 episodes and it's incredible. And like the more you peel off and the more you want to know about this guy. Can I contrast it with the main character from Prison Playbook? 
because yes. I think he was they were trying to do the same thing but it was not done um, as well in Prison Playbook 100% so I think here you have the same thing as in um, very stoic very expressionless unreadable unreadable but in Prison Playbook you kind of never get to see underneath it okay and we are not reviewing Spoiling. Prison Playbook <laughs> but I will say that here you do and yeah. it happens slowly with such finesse yeah and we have um, one of his um, colleagues uh, Chu Minha who likes him right from the start and she is the opposite she is so ex- um, ex- expressive <laughs> <laughs> she's so expressive and she's so in love with life and she's so talkative and loud and and pretty and funny and outgoing and she she just like explodes upon him and it's just marvelous because he does not know what to do with it and he he resists it for as long as he can and obviously he's been through a divorce and he's got a very um intense relationship with his mother that sounds wrong he's got a very um conflictual or yes confusing He's got difficult. A, a difficult relationship with his mother that he always sort of approaches with utmost respect. And you just like him more as a person because... Yeah. Because you see his struggle. Yes. And, and it, and it, um, but he really comes into his own, you know, at the end, when mm. he messes around with his mother and tells him... He tells well, he's her, going to the US. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to sort of pave the way to say, here's my girlfriend. Not as bad as going to the, yeah, the US, was it? <laughs> oh, really, like, evil genius. There's yeah. nothing to say about that. Um, what I maybe didn't like about him, not didn't like, but what always niggled me a little bit about him is that I don't think he's as good a friend to the group as they are to him. Well, they only started the band because of him. Yes, but that they do something that he wants. As in, generally speaking, like, I, I appreciate that he's not the meddling type, like yeah. in June, which is who's very frustrating when he meddles. <laughs> but at the same time, he doesn't feel like he's there as an emotional support to his friends. Like his friends are a lot more of an emotional support to him than the other way around. Interesting. I thought that, I, I felt he didn't need so much emotional support. No, I think he, like from Songhai, he gets a lot, especially in the second season. Yeah. From Ik June, he gets a lot of positive reinforcement. From Jungwon, he's like the one person that he actually speaks to yeah okay him and Junwan have like a little <laughs> when little they went away together yes. and they had nothing to say <laughs> i actually love it because like you do have that in a group of friends that like you wouldn't be friends with all of them it's true and um, one but friend still, brings along another one and... but you still have each other's back because yeah. you know that these two you know like when sokyong takes jack as a patient uh, jack's wife yes. as a patient like you can tell that he's like really doing this out of you know mm-hmm. in a way love and respect for for Junwan and like wanting to help his sidekick so he like he has that, but I don't think he gives as much to the friends as he gets from the friends. Yeah, and then we have Jungwon, and then we have Jungwon. So, like I said, like for me, he's a little bit of a of a tie between him and Junwon, but I actually think he just comes out on top, and I don't know why. I mean, for me, first of all, he's not Jungwon; he's Chilbongi from '94, <laughs> and he always will be. Now, I have watched. I would say the majority of his dramas, I think. I think I've only seen him in Reply in 94. Um, I've seen him in Reply. I've seen him in um, Hospital Playlist. I've seen him in um, Mr. Sunshine. I know, I never I've watched one. one of his movies. Mm. Um, I've started one of his dramas, Woman Cozy, which I haven't finished, but I feel like now I miss him. I'm going to have to like mm. pick it up again. <laughs> so, I mean, I love him. I think he is such a great actor. I've seen him do all sorts of ranges, and as Faye knows, I love emotion, and he does emotion so well. Mm, he does this, like, intense, I can't express my emotion, but I'm exploding on the inside. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's he's very good at that. Now, the thing is, on the one hand, I I like Jung-Wan more as a person, okay? Mm. But I have more affection for Jung-Wan. 
And I think, I actually, I don't think I've ever told you this, I actually think, even though technically they're all the protagonists, that he's actually the protagonist of the, of the whole series. Or definitely of the first season. Oh, I think so. Definitely. The whole first season um, sort of revolves around him. And he's the one that kind of holds them all together. The whole thing with Daddy Longlegs and... Bringing him to the hospital in the first season. Although the idea that they wouldn't know that his parents owned the hospital is preposterous and ridiculous. Yes. Plot device. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't know this because of... Plot. plot. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think that he would be the main pushing um, force of the first season, yeah. And even though in the second season he takes a little bit of a backseat because he's actually very stable in his life. He doesn't yeah. have any needs or any, you know, he's, he's got a girlfriend, he's got a good job and blah, blah. But when he leaves or when, at the end, well, we'll discuss the end afterwards, but when he says he's going to leave, they immediately say, like, the group is falling apart. So in a mm. way, even though you would think it's somewhere because she's the only woman and mm. all of that... He seems to be the thread yeah. that keeps them all tied to each other. So that's why I think he ends up... Like, I think with him being Chobongi and with him being the sort of main thread, that's what ends up keeping him mm. a little bit on top for me. Um, and his relationship with Kyo, Like, Let's talk about his relationship with Kyo. <laughs> so first, let's introduce Kyo. So she starts off, you know, having a very sort of unengaged character. She seems very scared. She seems very... Cold and feeling, which she goes a whole 180 degrees by the end of season two. In fact, I feel they kind of forgot how she had appeared at the beginning because nobody changes to that extent. I disagree because she doesn't change. I feel like, especially when the abuse story comes out, she's always been like that. She just was very guarded, very and guarded. I think, yes, very guarded. It's not just the relationship with John Wan, but also his her relationship with June, and really suddenly she has to relate to all of them as a group of friends because even though they don't interact with each other much, you know, she becomes a real person for them. Yeah. So as she gets accepted in a way, she becomes a lot more human and she sort of, she almost like relaxes into herself and this is what I love about the storyline. Right. Is that he, even though he, at the first, at, at first he's the one who's the most against her, he really helps her just come into her own. He being the one. Yes, of course, he being the one. <laughs> Else. I would have liked it if her awkwardness would have stayed till the end. I think that would have been funny. I think it's still there, like especially with all of the other surgeons. For me, actually, one of the I'm I'm so upset, but also so glad that they didn't have a big reveal of the two of them dating because just all of the all of the slapstick sort of comedy that comes out of like the the surgeons, like the surgeons trying to set her up with one of the yeah. new with one of the first year residents and all of that. It's just it's just so funny. It lends itself where. Um, Ikjun like almost outing them and, and saying and saying to Jovan like no I'm too busy tonight I'm preparing my immigration papers because I know you'll kill me so I actually really like that <laughs> oh, I remember that <laughs> such a good line but I don't know for me like I, I was almost a bit disappointed uh, how the relationship went into the second season because it became one note very quickly so that's a problem on TV you know, often you can have um, multi-series um, of a drama, not um, K-drama, I'm thinking of a Western drama, and you have the will they, won't they, mm-hmm. and then the minute it's resolved and the male and the female protagonists get together, all the excitement goes, and they don't know how to keep it going. So some, um, have you seen Castle? Yes. The American. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they get together after however many seasons, and then the writer just tries to keep on pushing them apart because that's the only way you can come up with excitement. And I dislike it and in a way I that's why 
the dramas end when they end because after that there's not so much of a story to tell that we want to hear like and they all lived happily ever after okay but we can't make a drama mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> so i agree and i disagree like, with them i think that season two was a little bit of a missed opportunity because season one i mean if i was on board from the first second when he starts being all annoying to her and saying you're not a good doctor i'm like this boy's done for you know like that's k-drama talk for i am intensely attracted to you and we will end up together (laughs) that plus everyone is like painting him as the saint right Mm. so if he's not a saint towards just one person you're like okay guess what (laughs) and the angst was incredible and the tension and like really like for most of season one nothing happens between them it's like micro moments nothing happens it's true but there's such emotionally charged micro moments that when they finally have the you know last scene where they you know confess each other's like feelings she asked him don't become a priest don't stay in the hospital <laughs> stay by my side yeah. not by god's side that's what she says and he's like you know what, <laughs> what? <laughs> why not but the thing is to me it doesn't sound strange that he just kisses her and doesn't say anything like at that point you get to like the you know the peak the pinnacle of their of their angst and of their you know chemistry and that kiss, which is, by the way, a phenomenal kiss scene, if you will allow me, is very, it's, it's release, right? Now, the thing is, she clearly has all of her trauma um, from the abuse. And he is a 40-year-old virgin. I mean, let's be very honest with, <laughs> with where we are. I think that there would have been a lot of room for, like, exploring the awkwardness of a first relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe him, like, being too intense and, say, and her saying you're being too intense. Or, like, you know, them holding hands for the first time and it's a bit strange. Like, as in, he's clearly a newbie at relationships. And to me, it was a little bit unrealistic in season two how, like, he literally becomes the perfect boyfriend. There's literally no... I particularly appreciated how when she said, I need space, or when she said, I need to, you know, work this out. And he said that's fine just, yeah you know i'll wait for you come back to me and that was amazing because that's not usual in it's drama no drama <laughs> <laughs> that's usually like cue for miscommunication on a grand scale and everything to fall apart mm-hmm. but it didn't happen with them which was so charming and so wonderful to see because you see they really have something they actually trust each other mm-hmm. which was wonderful to watch and i really really enjoyed that part having said that i enjoyed very evilly i enjoyed watching their proposal not come about mm-hmm. even though Jungwon wore the most horrendous suit and I mean who proposes in a church in a church <laughs> in a purple suit <laughs> but I thought it was amusing was it purple the, I feel like it was more maroon you know I don't know it was a travesty <laughs> against yeah, humanity really but I, I do feel it was amusing the way his proposal was not uh, it, it didn't take off didn't, yeah. you know even though he's the most religious of all of them and you know it, it, it was cute the way it didn't work I mean, out I would still like to see them married but that's just me <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the other relationship with Junwan and Ik Jun's sister Ik so it's funny because I, I started with really emoting with Junwan more than Jongwon and like he was my favorite character and from day one I was like he should end up with Songwa like that was my thing right that was I, I just was convinced that they were made a ma- and I'm still convinced that I made a man for each other and then it soon comes along and I had this very strange thing that I didn't particularly like her I didn't see the attraction 
but I really just wanted him to be happy as a character. And I felt like, <laughs> and I felt like okay, he's picked her, I don't care. As long as, like... Such a good mummy. <laughs> don't mind what you do. Just I want you to be happy. <laughs> as long as you're happy together. Go out into the world, one. Exactly. <laughs> and then we had this whole, like, long distance and miscommunication. Like, this was the weakest part of the plot. Like, the whole, I'm, I'm sick and I'm not telling you. It's so unlike these writer writer producer like normally they're great at communication they're like not the music like john one and kill right they communicated perfectly so this whole story just felt like plotdevice.com it was plotdevice.com for we cannot let these characters be happy yet exactly so let's make her ill for a year exactly let's just make some makeup excuse and the thing is honestly the way in which it should have happened is that they should have broken up and then he should have realized that it was always somewhere. Like he'd never seen it because they were friends and blah blah. But it let's was always, rewrite it. That's that's <laughs> how it should have gone. And I am prepared to go and meet uh, the writer and tell them that that's that's how it should have gone. I'm just saying. Uh, mm. But yeah, like I was really disappointed with their relationship. But actually, I really didn't want them to get back together. I was just like, for me, the best part of their relationship was the fact that Junwan kept it secret mm-hmm. from everyone. And it when Ik Jun found out, and then you know what. What I really wanted was that when he told everyone at the uh, for him to tell everyone at the end, and for all the friends to say we knew right from the beginning. Did you really <laughs> think you could keep it secret from us? I thought that would have been the I was testing that. That would have been the funniest yes. and and so in tune and so in tone with the way they usually joke and their together. relationships. Yes. Yeah, I thought that would have been funny, and that was a miss. That was that a missed was opportunity. Not. When you speak to the writer, tell them <laughs> this. <laughs> I mean that the doctor's finding out anyway. There's, there's yeah. a few missed opportunities here. Um, okay. So I don't feel, as a whole, this um, drama did romances, you know, in a typical... K-drama fashion. Yeah, but it didn't take away from it as a whole because it wasn't the main, you know... Driver. Yeah. Yeah, the, the driver was really the friendship. It was really, like, really just how... You know what I found interesting is, like, they all have very distinct relationships with each other, right? So, you know, Ik Jun and Jun Wan are like childhood friends. And they have this, like, cat and mouse type of relationship. but Very really, physical. Exactly. Lots of pulling hair. And because they're, like, other, right? little brothers. And, and the snacks. When they and steal the, each other's snacks. Like, oh, exactly. And how, at one point, I think Jun also starts offering Junwan snacks to, like, literally everyone in the hospital. <laughs> and then and then you have Sokyong and, and Jongwon that have the same. They're, like, childhood friends, but, like, in a lot more mature rich family sort of way but they bring out the side of Sok Young that he jokes and spoofs around with them which is so hilarious and coming from him with a straight face, face. it's even funnier when yeah. he jokes around like what was it Draco Malfoy's a boy band like, it was <laughs> BTS the whole thing <laughs> it was so good and then you have like the relationship of Jong Won and Nick Jun which like they're clearly like polar opposites and they really don't get on but they really do get on and then you have this like marriage of Jung, like Junwan and Jongwon living together, which is hilarious. And how like Junwan gets lonely if Jongwon moves out, and Jongwon is a, you know, he's very cheap, so he doesn't want to move out on his own. Like I love how like they all relate, not just as a group, but to each other as as yes. separate characters in mm. very very distinct and very well identifiable ways. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah, they become very. Um, really strong characters because you know they will always react to this you know you sort of see a theme you see a pattern of how they're going to react yeah. and that's how people are yeah you know? like you, it's like you have good chemistry with someone but you have bad chemistry with someone else yeah. and it's just it's very interesting um do you want to talk a little bit about the cameos and the spoofs <gasps> okay so they have this cameo in season two with the man who played Looney in prison playbook and 
I was so excited because, you know, watching him on screen playing a straight character was incredible because we knew he could act in Looney and he was so, we were all, um, you know, gunning for him in Prison Playbook. But to see him in another, another um, character, totally playing straight, was remarkable because he's a really good actor. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so amazing and exciting to see him on screen, which is something that we expect from this writer, um, you know, for these cute little cameos. But the actual plot line with him, for him to tell Songwa, go ahead, go on and fall in love with your best friend, you'll be fine. That was like, uh, yeah. whatever. And then she doesn't even do it for another few episodes. It wasn't like he was like this big aha moment. But that's not why we do cameos. No. We do cameos for fan service because we love seeing them on screen, not because they add so much to the story. But the best part of the cameo was the fact that he's actually a pharmacist. Yes! <laughs> and that for me, that was the fan service because Looney's a pharmacist and he's a pharmacist. Of course he's a pharmacist. It's kind of like, is it the same person? Is it not the same person? Like, it's I just, know. It's yeah, of course funny. it was. He's the same person. Yeah. Same Got himself person. straight. That last scene was... Okay, I'm not going to say it was a dream because that's too much, yeah. to, you know. Yeah. But he got himself straight. That was the last time he ever, you know, yeah. did anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's the same person. Then we have, uh, I mean, the priest who's John Bond's brother. <laughs> Actually, that I wanted Faye to just watch. She originally didn't want to watch Hospital Playlist. To just watch. I didn't want to watch it at the you beginning. Didn't want to watch it. Okay, so we didn't know it was going to be such a classic yeah. when it started. I, I think you were like seven episodes ahead of me. Yeah. Or had you totally? Finished no, I finished it. it. I you finished, finished it. it by the time I started. I was totally not invested, and I was really pushing, and I just didn't get into it for the longest the time. The longest time. And originally, I was just telling her at least watch that first scene where all of the siblings come and like they're clearly all like reply characters oh my god and they're like, that was the best and it's so funny because at the beginning like you see them before you see John Wan, right but the moment you see them as the two brothers you know the two priests are the two brothers from like the two characters from reply I'm like well of course John Wan is gonna be the other brother like <laughs> of course Chibong is gonna like it couldn't be anyone else so I like that there is this whole meta communication with the fans yes. it's, it's not just fan service also meta communications like through my characters i'm telling you who is actually the unknown brother yeah so i really like i don't know like i just i love that like he was his father in a way in reply and now he's his brother <laughs> and like clearly the ages don't match in any way it's just it's just hilarious how it was hilarious i, I love that whole sequence with um jung won and um, wonk wanting to stop being a doctor and Dong-il saying wait a bit wait, wait a another bit. year wait another year Andrea wait another year Andrea wait another year um, so that was another very strong cameo um, so we were supposed to have a cameo of um, yes song Yula, like the, the jong Yula, the mother yes and it, Gyo's mother Gyo's mom and it, I, I feel like it was cut on the yeah yes. we wanted it we were waiting yeah and expecting and for some reason that cameo never appeared so never we can't happened. always trust everything we read on, this, on the yeah. fan sites yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was, well, I think, I mean, there were a few more cameos, but I feel like these were the real, you know. Oh, the table tennis. Uh, yeah, but the table tennis, because we didn't know that these We didn't guys, know. Exactly. We're too English for that, or too non-Korean. Yeah. Although we appreciated something was going on. Yes. We, we had saw, to check. <laughs> like, yes, it was like, clearly there's too much of a plot device there going on. For, yeah. Like, these people from nuclear medicine to suddenly win, and turned out that we're like, you know, table tennis champions. That's why it's so funny, this drama. You know, they have this whole um, episode of all this table tennis and who's going to win. And, and we were so into it. Yeah. For like 30 minutes. <laughs> and, and, like, like, and it is never mentioned again. <laughs> and yet it works. Like in any other drama, you wouldn't forgive it. No. And here it just works. Like it just <laughs> somehow really makes sense. 
Um, talk to me about the band. Ooh, before we talk about the band, there is one cameo which we have to mention, which is the parents from Reply 88 in the first season offering the melon to one of the patients. And he's like, <laughs> he's like yeah, I have like an old watch shop and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, wow, you're really just reveling in it. You yeah. know, you're really just enjoying yourself. But we don't mind. In fact, we want more. Of course, of course. <laughs> just like go for it every time. I, I actually had this thing. I really wanted um, Trash Rupa from Reply 94 mm. to come at the end. As a yeah, as a doctor and obviously. it turns out that he kills ex ex boyfriend that would have been perfect and tells and John Guan tells him well I got the girl this time that would have been amazing that would have been really really good i wonder why they didn't they really should have but you know what they could have added so many more funny cameos i suppose they must really judge you know <laughs> when you watch a shingwana and lee wajong drama you're sort of joining a family yes. you're joining you know you don't just watch one it's That's a bandwagon you're in, that's yes. it, you're part of the family. and you <laughs> Exactly, and you don't betray the family. You don't betray like the family. Like now, what, you know, even if they do lawyer dramas, which I find incredibly boring, I'll, I'm going to have to watch it. There's no choice in the matter. Exactly. Like, I didn't want to watch this drama. But I, I have, have to. to watch this drama. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, now let's talk about the band. Okay, so it shouldn't work. And it does. It shouldn't work. And it does. What is it talking about? You've got a bunch of five friends goofing around, playing music at... Every episode having a song that, you know, ties in. How cliche and tropey is that? And it works. And it works. And it's perfect. And it's delicate with a light touch. And it shows a lot about their characters. And it's hilarious. Although we could do a little bit of less of song while having such a terrible voice. But it works. It really works. And I don't know. I feel like also as they play, like, I really like that sort of end of day feeling. Like... I waited for the song almost for my own personal life, right? Like, I needed the song to let go of my week. Also, it was on a Thursday night, right? Mm. So once the song was playing, I was like, okay, my week is coming to an end. Like, I, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I just... It was like, this is the theme that we're going for this week, mm-hmm. you know? They would just, like, say it offhand, what are we playing? And then they would get there and play it beautifully, you know? Of course, of course. <laughs> I loved it. Um, and, of course, the one at the end. It's not the one at the end. It's the second last one, isn't it? It's the second or the third... Yes, uh. second or third last one which is It's My Life. And everything about it, it's Ikjun's birthday, right? Right. So you know that Ikjun is going to pick something like quirky, right? <laughs> you're, you're waiting for it. And then you get all of the mentions, like you have Kyul saying like, oh yeah, Jongwon told me he bought like leather pants and you're like, <laughs> okay. And then, you know, it, it's kind of like, it's in the air, but you don't quite know what it is. <laughs> and then when like the camera sort of pans on them and they're all in the like, chains and leather and bandanas and sleeveless so good it was and like just the you know the energy of it and like them like they were really having fun with it they were really you could tell they they were not the characters they were the actual actors of that scene chilling chilling and then at the end when junwan um kicks the yeah the speakers (laughs) just just cause, you know, like, I'm just going to be a bratty rock star. Isn't he copying someone iconic? Yeah. Like, kicking, yeah, yeah but, I don't know enough about it. But, but it's just, like, <laughs> I was looking at it, like, this is so funny because his heart, is so, his heart is so not in it. Like, even when he's trying to be a bratty rock star, <laughs> he still can't be bratty. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but there were quite a few songs that I like. I really liked that one. In season one, I really liked Canon. I loved how they made Canon into a rock song. Mm. Um I don't know, like, I just, generally speaking, I felt like most of the songs were good. Like, there were very few that I was like, oh, this was a bit, you know, yeah. so-so. I-, I loved it. I loved how they took it. And um, 
didn't they have a couple of scenes in a karaoke room? Yeah, one in season one mm. when they're young and one in season two when, you know, it's just Junwan and, and Ikjun and Songwa and Iksun. Right, and, right. I wonder why yeah. they did that because they already had so much singing. I oh, no, they was like, <clears throat> they have like two episodes when they're like drunk in the karaoke. <laughs> yes. And normally like that's when like Jungwon like becomes himself a little bit more. And Junwan is like always sitting there like, you know, being a little bit aloof. <laughs> and Sakyong is also like really into it. Um, yeah, but I really liked how like music ties them together and the yeah. band and everything else. It, it worked somehow. Tell me about Rosa. So... I really liked Rosa as a character because she is technically supposed to be the horrible K-drama mom, right? She's the wife of the chairman and, oh, interesting. you know, yeah. all of that. And, you know, she, they're clearly the powerful family. And at the beginning, especially in the first episode, you think there's going to be so much politics and there's no politics at all. Like no the politics. whole thing gets resolved and she's totally on board with it. Like her best friends become the hospital director and she's totally fine with it. And yeah. her son You're gets right. his money for his program. And throughout, like, also, you see where she lives, right? As a, she, she says it at the beginning that she married for money. But you see how she lives her life. It's very modest, right? Yes. It's, it's not. And when her mother, when her friend, So Kyung's mother, is like, oh, who, which family does your son's girlfriend come from? And she's like, I don't care. Like, I just want him to be happy. I just right. want to. So you always like Rosa as a character because she's so unexpected, right, in her reactions. You're expecting her to be one way mm. and then that's she and then she ends up being a completely different way. So I really like that. And I really liked her friendship with Jong Su, like the, the hospital director. I really like the idea of like people in old age finding comfort in each other. And it doesn't necessarily need to be love and romantic mm. love or whatever. I do feel that they could have done a little bit more with the story. So I found it a little bit boring. Mm. I, see. I find like in the reply series the side the older people's Parents. and yeah they had more it was more interesting I mm-hmm. found you know even in reply 98 um 88 88 sorry <laughs> I found the parents were had a more interesting relationship or inter- more going on than Rosa probably and her friend probably it's just that for me 88 is such a black hole because I'm like still traumatised from it yes, I'm just saying I'm traumatised I'm not saying why <laughs> um, anyone who has watched Reply 88 you will know why I'm traumatised that's all I'm going to say <laughs> um, so I don't know I'm not I, I can't relate to that but I see what you mean like I, it's a bit like me I didn't find it boring I feel like more could have been done yeah so when season two was sort of drawing to a close, I was hoping there'd be a third season because mm-hmm. I was, you know, so enjoying it every week, totally relying on the fact that we could have a solid episode. And then they gave us the last episode. Uh, yeah, that was a bit of a train wreck. Yeah, I mean, the, nothing It really... wasn't even a train wreck. It was just a bit disappointing. I, for me, I was very pleased because it was like, um, oh, now I don't want a third season. <laughs> Because season two was such a crescendo, right? Each episode was better than the next. It was than incredible. The previous one. So, yeah. So you were expecting the last one to really be, you know, an explosion of fireworks. We were expecting someone to die. We were expecting someone. Yes. We I'm thought. So glad. We were all. We all thought Jung Wan would die. Jung was going to die. There, there were a lot few, of signs. There were a lot of signs. There were a few different hints. You know, in another drama, it would have been total foreshadowing. Yeah. He was to- supposed to die. He was supposed to die. And, and he didn't even get injured. It was Ik Jun that got injured. Yeah. I was so confused at that point. I mean, I was very 
very happy that John Bond didn't die because I don't think I could have coped with it. <laughs> but like John Bond's story, like, and it's and it's so stupid. Like suddenly he's moving to America with Kewl, and I'm like, where's my proposal? Where's my wedding? <laughs> I was like, why are you going to America? Exactly, because you just learned about this procedure that you weren't interested in for the past five minutes. Exactly, which is a really necessary and important procedure. But it was very rushed. Yeah, like it was interesting. It was very rushed, and also like Junwan and Iksun getting back together. It's kind of like she did her confession three episodes ago, and then suddenly he wakes up, and I'm like, well, I'm here to eat judge on which is like clearly our code for like let's get back together and then Songwan like I'm so glad we only had one episode of Songwan and June being in a relationship because they were so awkward and cringy like her confession was really wonderful there that that scene in was the car, great in the car the whole great. scene was great the chemistry the kiss everything else but the next episode them being coupley and like trying to feed each other oh, oh. oh by the way parallel with prison playbook their confession was also in the car yeah that non-relationship that absolutely ignorable romance yes the confession was (laughs) in the the car car as well (laughs) yes exactly um Um, do you have any favorite scenes i would say uh, any scenes with ik june and his son uju automatically (laughs) was my favorite (laughs) so i loved all of those scenes i wouldn't say they were my favorite i I loved the relationship with uju you're right the chemistry there was just incredible the child actor was literally a miniature like the way they would be on the phone together when he washed his hands one time and and he he came out looking like a surgeon (laughs) and he closed his door with his backside it was was just yeah very it was wonderful very good very talented actor very talented and very good casting and like very good chemistry and then i just Naturally, any um, any scene which pushed the relationship of Suk Young and Chumana, Chumana. I, it was it spoke to my heart. She was so sweet and honest, and he was also very honest, saying, "I'm not into a relationship right now," uh, but it was very charming, very amusing. You know, you get one question a day, and her wasting it and or only five confessions. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because. Much as I, I really thought that Chumina and Sokyong's becoming a couple would have been very awkward, like the confession would have been very awkward, and the kiss and all of that, and then holding hands, it actually was very organic and very it well. It was very organic, it, yes. It didn't feel forced. When it happened, it just was yeah. okay. So I was very appreciative of that. Mm. Any other favourite scenes? Um, I can't think of any just offhand. Just, okay. I just loved Uju. I thought it was funny. Um, one thing I could do a little bit less of next time is all the camping. Yeah, I do not. F- I mean, I like the open air as much as anybody else, but sleeping in the open air without running water, mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I, I'm, I'm so, with you. <laughs> so with you. So with you. That being said, I will watch anything <laughs> Shinwan and Lee would like, I If hope- they made a camping drama, you would watch it. I would. <laughs> there wouldn't be any choice in the matter. <laughs> Are they going to make a second season of Prison Playbook? Do you think? No, no. I think it's. I think that it's, story is told. It's yeah, that story is told. So, so my favorite scenes. Mm. I have a few. Uh, I mean, I like generally like any scenes where they're out eating together. I love there the, was so much humor there. I love their meals together. Like mm. they're just also when they're in Sokyong's, like before they they sing. Yeah. When they're like sitting and eating together, like I th- I love how like really a lot of the relationship comes out then, and I like um, all of the relationships where like Ikjun is no not Ikjun Songwa and Junwan are stuffing their faces. I think they. <laughs> They've got such comedic timing that it's just oh, and everyone else would be silent, just staring at them. Exactly, exactly. I love that. And they're like, you should never get married. Like, you just like, and how they call them the piggies. So yeah. All of that. But I actually had, I think, a couple of favorite scenes. Um, one was 
uh well Kyol and Jongwon's kiss at the end of season one yes everything about that scene like the confession how he looks at her like the emotion literally overflowing everywhere (laughs) especially because he's been so guarded yeah throughout so you're like you just know that he has it in him because he's Chobongi and you've seen him cry before right but (laughs) if you hadn't if you hadn't you'd be like I like I don't know how this is gonna work so I really liked that scene as a person she was really taking a risk there Mm -hmm. she was being really cool you know, she's just putting it cool. all out there. Super cool. She was really cool as a person, as a doctor. Yeah. As everything. And then um, there was actually one of the patients one. The two... It, there's a whole story with two mothers whose kids are waiting for a heart. Transplant. Transplant. Yes. And one of them gets it. Well, eventually they both get it. Spoiler alert. But um, <laughs> one of them gets it. And the, and the mothers have become really good friends. And the yeah. other one shows that she's so happy and she's so... You know, she's a really supportive friend. And then afterwards, she goes to the courtyard and just cries, but, yes. you know, wails. And that scene to me was just... And, you know, Junwan sort of like, he sees everything and he stays there and he doesn't intrude, but in a way he's there, you know, emotionally. And don't, and don't forget, we only know these mothers over two episodes. So, and the amount of emotion they can call up and, you know, get us to relate to them... <laughs> With so little time given to them, it just shows testament to the acting, to the writing, to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's for my favorite scenes. Mm. Okay. Right. This is a wonderful drama. So we want to know what we're going to see next from Shinwana and Liwa Jung. I was thinking maybe teachers, like in a staff room within a school. That yeah. could be. That even could work. Teachers, that could be a lot of comedy there. Yeah. Teachers or even university professors, like as in. Uh-huh. It doesn't certainly need to be high school teachers, you know? It could be... I think it could be funnier with high school teachers, though. Cause... I know, but... Mm, yeah. Although, how would you have... Like, they all have the childhood connection, right? In replies, they... Just... Right. So, Why were teachers... What, like, it makes sense that the doctors yeah. would end up together, but, like, yeah, the but teachers... Yeah, but not so much the exactly. teachers. Yeah, I hear So, you. like, maybe lawyers, again. Oh, I hope oh, not. No, lawyers are so lawyers. boring. <laughs> um, really, maybe something really cool. You know, like I don't know, lifeguards. You know, <laughs> I like the way mine's working. <laughs> Fishermen on a boat. Like I feel like they could literally do anything. They could do anything yeah. and make it watchable and relatable. Yeah. You know, we are not surgeons, but and no we one, are humans. And no one cared about medical stories. Like as no, there medi- wasn't. Not in the, of themselves, but as uh, the, the human, human experience. Side, but not yes. about the medical side. That's what no. I'm saying. Like you really didn't care about like this transport, that transport. Like it wasn't. Yeah. That wasn't the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh wow! So we enjoyed this. <laughs> we really did. Okay. Okay. So until next time, thank you um, so much for listening. We'll so try and do another one soon. <laughs> yes. Uh, more, more on that on our Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye.